Dag Kreusor. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the CC4 Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcasts. This week we speak to Merthyr Cricket Club's Ron Walton. 79 years old, Ron is still bowling for the Merthyr First Team in Division 1 of the South Wales Cricket Association. We met him at the Hoover Sports Ground just outside Merthyr where he helps look after the ground. We hope you enjoy the listen. You're Merthyr born and bred, is yeah. that right? Yeah. Go well, back now and tell me a little bit about growing up here in Merthyr and, and your first kind of your first contact with sport, Ron. Right. My first contact with sport was, believe it or not, 1953. Um, I used to live in a, a, a street called Swan Street, just near Cadrow. And uh, there was a, I don't know why, I could see a lot of people at, at Swansea Road, just a little road. Uh, not many people would know it, know where Swan Street is. Because uh, it's all changed in Merthyr so much. But they had a, there was a shop there with good dolls with televisions in. And there was quite a few people outside, and I went by the window, and it was the Stanley Matthews final, 1953. And I, I sort of, I don't know why, but it just, I was nine years old then, and uh, I thought, no, oh, I, I, I like that. I, so anyway, and my big, big friend at the time, his schoolmate, was Lyndon Davis, and he used to live down in Cadrow in Wall Street, and uh, we. We started kicking a ball and uh, playing three and in, you know, he'd go and goal, I'd go and goal and blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, in uh, in that time, I was in Cadrow School and they had a football team. So I was in the football, got in the football team. Uh, the teacher, teacher obviously seen something there. <laughs> and uh, we, we played and then the, the big change then was when I went to secondary school up in Queen's Road and uh, uh, teacher Tudor Evans obviously seen something and sent me and Jimmy Price up to Bolton Wanderers for a trial and I, in the trial I, 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 I done really well I thought I scored two goals in that game and Jimmy played quite well as well but there was one boy who was outstanding in the game and it, 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 you know uh, you being 14 years of age, you, you, you think, but yeah, he's a good player. Uh, Francis Lee. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he was one of the only ones Bolton signed at the time. Um, and then Tudor, uh, PE teacher and, and craft, uh, he said, Stan Montgomery's down in Hillsplum. He said, I want you to go down. I want you to go down. He said, I've seen him in the yard with a, with a ball and bat and that. He said, uh, with, a, with a few of the boys, he said, but uh, and we would only allow two, uh, to each school to go down to and stand. Obviously, it was a big noise down in Glamorgan at the time, and played for Norwich and Cardiff City. Yeah. Uh, and a lovely, lovely man. And uh, uh, I'd always really sat us all down on the grass in it, and uh, I was uh, th- going on 14, uh, yeah, 13, 14. And uh, he, he more or less uh, said, Boys, uh, I just wanted to listen to what I got to say. I played a lot of cricket in, in my life. I uh, played a lot of sport, which he had. Um, and had us all in a line then and uh, started throwing a ball to us. He said, no, hold on a minute. Just make sure, he said, your fingers are pointing down to the ground. He said, I don't want you to worry about nothing else. He said, and then just make sure the ball is coming into your hands. So that was that one. Uh, then he had us all bowling 
in the net uh, over in Swimmer. and uh, obviously you've seen, seen a few boys who are you know doing what they've got to do trying to hit the wickets blah 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 sat us all down again he said boys he said the most important thing now is to make that batsman play every ball don't worry about the batter just make him play because he said don't forget you've got 10 men out there helping you to get him out and I always remember that uh, from him uh, I tried to bowl you know line and length there and there about some more of you you know obviously you get it a few times or whatever the case may be but a lot of people and like he said they lose a bit of patience after a while and uh, give the wicket away and you might uh, somebody who's been scoring a lot of runs um, you get him out for 35 or something like that and he said you've done your job and uh, I never never ever forget that Steve. So as a youngster you were playing football and cricket yeah any rugby? No, I never played rugby. Funny part about it, Tudor Evans and Bill Evans, the other PE teacher, were both rugby players. <laughs> Strange. And Bill uh, Bill Evans lost his wife and his two kids down in the Aberbahn disaster, which was, you never, never ever recovered from that. Mm. And uh, it's very sad, very sad time. So we're talking about Merthyr at the end of the 1950s? Queen's Road won the championship only only twice in the history of Queen's Road School that they ever done it. I think it was 48 and 58. Left, left school, started work in the bakers, but had to work on Saturday. So after a year, it was a bit of a bind. All the boys were saying, oh, you, when you play, when you come and play, when you come and play. Well, as luck happened, then a fella, Billy Marvel, uh, because I, I did like have a game on a Sunday and what have you, and Billy was a, like a bit of a scout for Merthyr Tidville. And uh, he said, oh, I, I want you to come up and uh, have, a, have a run out uh, with Merthyr A, which he used to play in the Merthyr League, Merthyr A. And uh, that, that started my association with Merthyr Tidville Football Club, who I, I played for 10 years uh, with a lot, a lot of good players, uh, a lot of international players. You know, Graham Bernacoon, Dilwyn John, um, Clive Lloyd, John Charles. I, you know, they were, you know, they, they are mega players at the time. Uh, a lot of local players, not so much Merthyr players, but quite, quite a few. Um, and uh, quite a few boys down, Peter Roden, uh, Bill Rees from Swansea area. Um, they, you know, Merthyr had quite a good team uh, at the time, uh, and the, like the first team, I was in, I, in the Welsh League uh, most of the time, uh, got the first team, Les Graham was the manager there, Andy Lockett was manager there, uh, Lynn Jones was manager, um, and uh, Bill Allett, uh, who was the main man down in Uwe's as sports. Colin Addison come, come to Merthyr then, uh, and he, he built uh, a very very good team that got into the you know one league from the, from the football league, um, which uh, for Merthyr was very good. I mean, you know, Merthyr is is you know, I know at the minute the rugby is going really really well, but uh, the football then was attracting best part of fifteen seventeen thousand people. 
The only reason the Football League gave them for not going in was because of the dog track and there was already two or three teams who were odd and Stamford Bridge was one of them. Uh, you know, and it was really sad because they had a hell of a good team. You know, the, the names like just roll off your tongue, like, you know, Bill Jarman, Frank Squire, Stan Davis, Jinkin Powell, uh, Harry Lowe, Phil Tabram, Tiger Reid, Bert Selleck, Ralph Avery, Roy Phillips, uh, Trevor Richards, Di Lloyd. They, they were absolutely mega players for Merthyr Tidville at the time. And then you, you, you had people like Alec Eisenstrager, the German prisoner of war. He, he came to join Merthyr from Bristol. Uh, Albert Derrick from uh, Bristol City. Um, Merthyr had a very, very good team and it was very unfortunate that he didn't get back in the Football League. So what position were you playing in? I played inside forward at, at the time, but uh, uh, when Ali Griffiths came to Merthyr, he said, centre-half you've got to be. <laughs> so uh, I played centre-half after that, uh, when I was out in Australia and everything, you know. I went out to, in Australia 66, uh, come back in 69, played for Latrobe West. Uh, Keith Fry, who had come from Notts County, stayed here for, I, I managed to get him a job in Lines at the time, when I was working in Lines. And uh, I, I don't think he ever forgot it, which was, was super. Um, he, uh, when he, he, he stayed in Merthyr for about three, four months, and then uh, had a good offer to go to uh, Australia. And about three months later, he phoned me. He said, Ron, how would you like to go to Australia? He said, uh, they're looking for a centre-half. He said, uh, up in Latrobe West in Brisbane. I said, yeah. Wouldn't mind to go, I said. We landed out in Australia with 76 quid. <laughs> but the fair play, the football club were absolutely brilliant. Uh, they got us a flat, got a job for both of us. Uh, done everything that they said they would do. Um, so we... Uh, so we played to play? Yes, yeah. Uh, I was working, working in the, you know, working, working and playing, uh, training two nights a week and playing. Um, so it, it, it worked well. I was working in the shipyard uh, at Evans Deacon, just on the Brisbane River, and uh, it was uh, a super time. Like I come back from Australia in '69 uh, and uh, started work here in '71, uh, and uh, I, I, at the time I was playing for uh, a team called Miners Hall. Uh, the Miners Institute in Merthyr Tidville. Uh, Eddie Thomas, uh, the ex-British boxer, uh, was uh, taking us everywhere in his big limousine or truck. Fair play. He was magnificent, uh, Eddie Senior, fair play. And uh, when I joined to work in Uvas, uh, uh, there was a couple of play boys who were, I knew through football. Uh, and they said, oh, uh, a fella, Tommy Thomas, came to see us at uh, lunchtime. And he said, why don't mind us? They haven't got, uh, got a pitch. We used to play in a place called Bryn Owen, which was on a slope up in Kavatha Park. And uh, it was a nightmare to play there. Uh, not that uh, I myself and the two, J.P. Davis and J.H., uh, they, we, we were just getting balls most of the time. <laughs> most of the time, um, so we we asked asked the miners all committee and 
and they said, oh yeah, great ground down there in Ubers and uh, we can play on Saturday and Sunday, uh, which, which we did. And it went from strength to strength. Uh, we joined the league, uh, Morgana League, uh, won the third division, won the second division, won the first division, uh, consecutive years and the cup, uh, which was absolutely super. Uh, we had some, you know, very, very good players and all local Merthyr boys uh, up until uh, 1990. And uh, we uh, managed to get a guy, Tony Smith and Clive Holmes. Uh, he was playing for Tondee, but he, he, he came up here to play. And uh, we won the first division of the main league in 91, uh, 90 and 91. I don't know if we'd have been diving about like the boys diving about now. <laughs> but, uh, it, it, you know, it was a special time uh, in the cricket calendar. And uh, I, I had my two boys and, uh, and my missus, uh, Sandra. Uh, she wanted to come back from Australia. And uh, sort of we set, settled down here in, uh, in the Gurness, which is... Uh, always maligned but uh, Gurness Estate there's some super people living in the Gurness Estate I can tell you and uh, uh, we we parted uh, but I had the boys with me all the time uh, and uh, I started I was playing for Merthyr football as well and uh, uh, Fred Davis come down from Wolves and uh, had a pub up in New Gerrig and uh, start was doing me, uh, talking to me, he said, oh, you wouldn't like to run a youth team here. I said, yeah, I'll give it a go. I said, you know, you know, I said, in the night, I said, I can come down and coach, uh, get, get a few boys. Well, I, I, I was working, not working, but I was uh, with Georgetown Boys Club, helping out there with Phil Llewellyn. And um, we sort of got the team up and running and the kids really, really enjoyed it because they trained under floodlights for the first first time, <laughs> not in all. Uh, so we done really, really well. And I was there for a, a year. We got to the final of the World Cup um, and won it over in Ferndale. And Fred went down to Swansea then. Uh, Big John Bond had come to Swansea to be manager. Uh, phone Fred to be his assistant. Uh, within a week, Fred was phoning me uh, to say, how do you fancy a couple of days work in Swansea? Well, I had the kids in school and uh, I said, well, as long as I'm home by three o'clock, I said, I'm okay. Uh, yeah, he said, don't worry, he said, we train until 12.30, I'll drop you home, uh, no problem. So. Uh, uh, the first first boys I had down there was Andrew Melville, Jason Ball and people like that. Uh, Mark Wilkins, Nigel French, Gary, Harry Andrews, who all got in the first team at Swansea and uh, went on to better things as well. My coaching thing then, uh, you know, down in, down in Swansea, uh, went for uh, 18 years. So, you know, met some great, great people down in Swansea. Over the years down there, and uh, was caretaker manager twice, uh, and I, the managers that, that I, I was under, um, John John Bond, Terry Orath, Jan Mulby, 
John Collins, Billy Air, all great, great guys, you know. Um, and they, they, they always, they always kept in touch and that, you know. And uh, I've always kept in touch with them or, or their wives or whatever. It was really sad uh, the last couple of years that two, well, Bill, Billy, Billy passed away when he was at Cardiff. Same Frank Burrows, he, he passed away. And John Hollins, now a couple of weeks ago, passed away. So you know, um, I'm still in touch with Wendy. Uh, they, they, they all lovely, lovely, lovely people, and you know it's no easy job in football uh, trying to guide uh, 30 players uh, and all play for you if they're not in the team. Uh, there's a bit of hassle in there, you know, or they should be in the team and it's an art and uh, very, very hard to manage. What did you lo- What did you like about coaching? What, what kind of? Oh, I love being with the kids, you know, because it. Uh, uh, the big thing, Terry, Terry said to me, he said, the most important thing, he said, uh, is uh, trying to get, because we, we had eight apprentices who were every year, who were on 23 quid, believe it or not, uh, and cleaning boots and getting kit ready and uh, who, who were absolutely superb. Every one of the boys I took down there, I, I couldn't uh, praise them enough. I can tell you, and uh, if I got if I managed to get two of them, in, you know, for the first team squad or get a professional contract, uh, I was very very pleased, and they, the club were very pleased. You know, they didn't have to pay any any transfer fees or anything or big money out because the boys were living in in Swansea or you know whatever, uh, and we had a, a num- number number of uh, the apprentices. We had a bit of luck with Chrissy Coleman because he didn't he didn't enjoy it up, up in Man City and come back to us and went from strength to strength. Chrissy Coleman uh, and uh, a, a big friend of mine uh, still. Uh, I don't see him as much as you know I'd like doing it, but uh, used to see him a bit. But uh, all all the boys, Alan Curtis, I still in touch with Kurt. Uh, Robbie James, that was very very sad with Robbie passed away in the field down in Natalie. And um, uh, so, so many boys, uh, John, uh, Jason Bowen, I think a lot of people know Jason Bowen, uh, who, who played, played down for Swansea and that, and uh, he's, he's got uh, a bad illness. And uh, all the boys met up uh, in Pendarum Park a month ago, and uh, John Williams, John Ford, Sean Chappell, Mark Coates, Jonathan Coates, uh, Andrew Leg, they, they all turned up for him, you know, uh, absolutely magnificent. A couple of names he threw out there that I really remember was was Alan Curtis and, and oh. Robbie James and that, that team of the, the mid to yeah, late well, Alan have done, I think, I, well I, I know, Alan have done every single job in Swansea City Football Club. Tommy Hutch was absolutely super as well, uh, who spent 12 years down there, I think, with us, and uh, he was always about with us, you know, and uh, loved playing with the, with the apprentices, uh, behind, because it was all in the veg field then, uh, not like the Liberty now, where they got every, every <laughs> thing that you need, uh, but we were behind the North Park there, uh, playing head tennis in the afternoon, or doing a bit of weights in the gym, and uh, it, I mean, it, it, to me, it wasn't like going to work. Do you know what I mean? Because after them two days, I, I was there about a fortnight, 
and uh, Fred, Fred said, and John Bond, oh, you'll have to do a week. <laughs> so I was, I was working for the week down there. So it, it went really good for 18 years, you know. I was going to say the coaching setup and the facilities in football have been completely transformed. Oh, transformed into unbelievable! Sport. So you know, it, it must have been fairly rudimentary, was it, when you were there? Yeah, we, we, we I mean, we, we, especially in the winter, we trained a lot on on Swansea Bay, you know, in the, on the sand once the tide went out, <laughs> and uh, we, we we had a place called uh, Death Valley up in Penard. A lot of the boys just didn't fancy out up there. So we we had up the dunes and down the dunes, but in them seasons we hardly ever had any injuries because I know that a lot of players now are playing three times a week in it and they, I mean you're bound to have a few injuries here and there but uh, we were we were very very lucky uh, over over a couple of years uh, that we never had any injuries at all. So while your football uh, career both playing and coaching is going on are you still playing? Yeah, yeah I managed, managed to have like normally I normally had six six to eight weeks the season always finished the FA Cup final was on May the 1st and everybody was off for six weeks more or less um, and uh, I, I could play my cricket and fair play uh, uh, Frank, Frank Paddles he said oh bring the gear down bring the kits and everything we'll have a game we'll have a game to, you know he, he loved to change things around and uh, give the boys a break like and uh, yeah I, I still managed to play quite a bit of cricket we're not at Uber Cricket Club, uh, which has been uh, on the radar since 1948-49. Uh, the first game here was in '52 against Pakistan Eaglets, when Hanif Mohammed played, um, and it, uh, uh, Uber started a cricket team up, uh, uh, which I wasn't part of at all at that time. Um, but uh, obviously, it was well known. Uh, all, all over the country, the Hoover washing machine uh, company uh, and they had the sports field and that and they managed to get a cricket team to play in the South Wales League uh, down west uh, and they, they played in it for a number of years but they always found it very very hard uh, to get a team in the factory fortnight so three games they more or less had to relinquish and uh, the league weren't too happy about it, I don't think. Um, so they, they just started playing friendlies and they dropped out of the league. Um, and that, uh, that was more or less uh, the end of the league cricket for them. And you mentioned earlier a little piece of advice from Stan Montgomery when you were a young lad. Were you always a bowler? Was that always? Yeah, I would say preferably I, I, I bat, le bat left handed, bowl right handed, but uh, I. You know, I, I, I was okay as a batter, um, but I, I, bowling was my, you know, pro, uh, best bet, like. And uh, usually young boys want to bowl fast. Was that you as a, as a youngster? Um, I'm quicker than I, I was quicker then than I am now, anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, no, um, I was never quick. Uh, I was nippy, but not not quick. And what about doing things with the ball? How um, yeah? How, I, how did you learn to, to, to do that? What what was the? Well, I read read a lot read a lot of books and that um, you know and 
uh, I, I went to a few co coaching school uh, classes uh, that uh, I thought uh, that that uh, that is that's okay. It just told you how to how to you know uh, do out swinger and in the swinger, um, which uh, went, over the years has gone very well, Steve. And how long did it take you to discover that I mean you could do both of those? Yeah, you know, the yeah. Out swinger and an in swinger. Yeah, um, and moving the ball off the wicket as well. Yeah, yeah. I I would say it takes a good three four years to master, you know. And really, you need to be doing it every single day. Do you know what I mean? Um, and these boys now, in it, I mean, they they they, they do work so hard on the field in. Uh, today is a different class to what it was. I mean, I can remember uh, uh, Freddie Truman would ne never ever be chasing balls down like that. <laughs> or Colin Cody. <laughs> but we, we've had some great great players here at Ubers, you know, uh, uh, watched them playing like Shastri, John Embry, uh, and all of the Morgan boys, Don Shepherd, who was a super player, should have played for England. But uh, never, never had a chance. Aaron Jones only had like one cap and that. Um, and we, the, the boys who perhaps might have been very good cricketers, Gareth Edwards, who played up here in quite a few games uh, with the Lord's Tabernas and that, John, JPR, um, even Max Boyce, he, he lo loves the game. Uh, I think he's still living down in Glen Heath and that. Uh, they all used, they used to enjoy coming up and playing here. And the ground's seen a lot of sort of charity and benefits matches over yeah, the years. Yeah, Glamorgan have played here twice. They played Kent and Middlesex here, and then uh, they've had the Lord Taverners here three times. Uh, and people like Ray Illingworth uh, played Frank uh, Farouk Engineer, John Price, um, and a lot of the stars: uh, Bill Maynard, uh, Tim Rice. Uh, which we've got photos of in the pavilion. Um, um, they, they, they've always, and of course, obviously, they wanted to play uh, to help the Lord Starveners fund and that, and uh, Uber's always put X amount of money in, uh, two, three, four, five grand, whatever it was. So, yeah, uh, Uber's have uh, go gone very, very well, but it, it's a sad day when, when it, uh, I think it was 2000 and 2010, they said that, that was it, it's just a distribution centre. But the only thing that they did do, they said uh, our cricket committee went up at a meeting with them and said, look, you know, how, lo how long you, you before you sell up and that. And they said, oh, you, if you look after the, the ground, you know, obviously it suited them because they're not paying a bean. <laughs> uh, or never have. Uh, so, uh, we said, oh yeah, we, we look after the field, but it uh, been uh, 2001 I finished in Swansea, and I, I done three years with West Brom, uh, but that was just scouting, you know, in midweek and things like that, and uh, giving them the opposition, the opposition uh, teams that they were playing on a Saturday, corners, free kicks and what have you, uh, which was a lovely little job, uh, which Frank Burroughs uh, got me, uh, when he was uh, big mates with a, with a guy up there. Before we started recording, you mentioned uh, Will Fuller's benefit match here. 
and that Wilf had something else on his mind other than a little bit of cash, is that right? Well, he, he, didn't, he didn't want cash in, in, in his arm, but he said, he, uh, my railing was the same. Uh, he said, oh, I'll tell you what, Bill, he said, don't worry about the money, uh, whatever it was in it. He said, uh, just send a washing machine down to Cardiff. He said, uh, we desperately, desperately in need of one. <laughs> railing was said the same. And believe it or not, uh, uh, a mate of mine, Alan, Alan Mullins used, used to play for Merthyr. Uh, Bill Edwards, a big, big cricket fella down in Swansea at a sports shop, uh, cricket shop, uh, just by St. Ellen's. And uh, I got a new Bill pretty well. He used to speak up after dinner in most of the dudes we had here. Um, and he, he phoned me up, he said, uh, Oh, he said, you couldn't do us a big favour and, and get a machine. He said, I spoke to Bill on that. He said, he's, he's okay, but could you bring it, pick it up and bring it down? He said, I said, oh, I said, well, he said, oh, it's for, it's for, it's for Magic, Magic Calm. I said, oh, okay. So we, we got it down to Mumbles. He was in a small little house there. Uh, play, Magic come to do it. Uh, he said, we got a machine for you. Oh, thank you very much, he said. Um, he said, he put it in, he said, oh, I, I couldn't do it, but he, <laughs> he said, oh, can, can you plumb it in? <laughs> so Alan, my mate, he, he was very, very good, he plumbed it all in for him and that. <laughs> so Bill Edwards was very, very happy with that. So he, I think he always, uh, Bill had him and saying, oh, look, hey, you'll have to do an hour speaking or something, and he, and he could speak, I could tell him. <laughs> When does um, seniors cricket come along for you, uh, Ron? Uh, 1994. I, see, I seen a little advert in, in, a, in a little annual. Uh, anybody uh, over 50 or come in 50, please ring Nick Evans in Narbeth. And I thought, no, oh, 94. I thought, yeah, well, uh, I won't be. I, I thought at that time, I thought, oh, I won't be playing that much longer. Now uh, young boys coming through and everything. Um, well, anyway, uh, rang Nick. Uh, I said, oh, Nick, I'm, I'm 50 in January. Oh, great. He said, uh, there's a trial in Newport. And uh, so I went out to Newport, had a trial and that, and uh, uh, he must have been uh, quite pleased. Uh, the captain, Hugh Jenkins, must have been quite pleased because he said, uh, oh, we, we're up in Herefordshire. First game, first game in Eddie Butcher, May, May the 10th or something like that. And uh, up in Rossum Way. So uh, we met up, met up there, Nick, because there's a lot of, lot of travelling with the senior, seniors cricket. Uh, much the same as the main Glamorgan team or, or Wales minor counties or whatever. It's all travel. Um, and uh, that, that started me off with senior cricket over 50s and played against. You know, some very good players, Alvin Kalicharan, uh, Radford, Arthur Milton used to play. Oh, God. Um, they, for Gloucester. Like, we had, like, bare 12, bare 12 players then, at that time, 94. And believe it or not, now there's three 50-year-old teams, plus four 60-year-old teams, and three 70-year-old teams, and which is 
within like 19 years is uncanny. You know, it, it don't bear thinking about that all them boys have still got something to, you know, when you're like 55, 56, or 57, but it's like something's in you when you're saying, well, oh, Steve, another year, you can play for the 60s, man, go play for the 60s, you know, and uh, I think we, uh, especially with a lot of the boys, because uh, we, we start training in January, we always got about 20, 20 boys in Ebervale, uh, they got about 25 down in Cardiff, about 20 down in Pembroke, um, save them travelling in, in the winter, um, which has been fabulous for senior cricket, I think. But I had the good fortune to play for England uh, out in Australia, um, uh, and, and in a home series as well. So, you know, I know how the boys think about it. Uh, they, they, do want, they want to beat the Australians and obviously the Australians still want to beat, beat us at whether it's 50, 60 or 70 years of age. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that, the, the England experience, how that came about? They, they selected me in a squad of players. We went up to, I went up to uh, Birmingham uh, and we had squad training and that and uh, lucky to get selected to go to Australia, which was good for me because we, we had a game in Brisbane game down in Sydney and a game in Canberra, three tests as matches, but uh, uh, we had uh, eight, eight days in Brisbane, so I met up with quite a few of my old friends, you know, which was very good, and uh, uh, they took me to Brisbane Row, which is the team that took over West, Latrobe West, when I was playing, which was great. You're 79? 79, 80 in January now. Okay, so is there going to be an over 80s team? Is well, funny enough, we were talking about that yesterday in Abergavenny. We played Bedfordshire yesterday, and uh, uh, Nick Evans is 80, uh, John Story is 80, uh, so and I'll be 80 in January. And there's a couple more not far off Gordon Bork, Mike Stadden, um, Mike Cockle. They got about two or three years to go, perhaps. Um, so the only thing is, uh, it's a lot of travelling. If there would be any, there is. I think there's three teams: uh, Hampshire, Sussex, and Essex. Got three. They got team uh, 80 teams, 80 year old, and they play twice, twice each, like you know. So this is the thing that many people find astounding about you, Ron, is that you're still turning up and doing your uh, bowling sessions, your, your your stints. Yeah. Um, what do you put your longevity down to? Why have you been able to maintain? I, I don't know. As you know, uh, quite a few people said, "Oh, how, how do you, how are you still playing?" Uh, I, I I really number one. I really enjoy the game. Um, it, I I just uh, think to myself, keep keep going as long as I can, because uh, you're a long time up there. Very true. <laughs> Have you ever had injuries? You put problems with injuries? I've uh, uh, done a couple of ligaments in my knee with, with a football nut, but uh, uh, broke broke a finger uh, playing cricket. But uh, uh, other than that, um, I've been very, 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 very lucky uh, with my health, you know. And uh, I stick to a pr pretty rigid diet um, in the mo in the in the morning and at our breakfast. Pat does a does a lovely lunch uh, when I get home, 
I get home about 12 o'clock most days, uh, do four or five hours down there. And what about your bowling? I mean, that must have changed a little bit over yeah. the years. How, how yeah. has it changed? And it's, well, from being sort of, say, a medium pacer, it's more of a slow medium pacer now. <laughs> but still taking a couple of wickets. And, uh, you know, i got a few people saying to me, oh, when are you going to finish? I said, I don't know about that. <laughs> as long as I'm taking a couple of wickets, not for too many, uh, I'll try and still play, like, you know, even if it, I, I mean, I've been very fortunate. I think I uh, know now as the oldest player to play in the first division of the South Wales League, uh, taking Mike Turner, who plays for Landessa. Uh, I'm the oldest player who have played in the first division, uh, which is uh, very, very good, I suppose, if you look at it like that. I, I, I never look at it like that, to be honest. But uh, um, You're not one for statistics? Or no. Um, do you know I, how many overs you've bowled? I got a very good idea how many wickets I've taken, I, but I, I don't know, overs, uh, I would hate, hate to think how many overs. Um, I know I took 2,600 wickets for Ubers. You know, if I can, if I fit enough, I, if, if I didn't get picked for the first, I'd I play in the seconds. And I still got my 70 cricket. Um, and you look after the ground here as well? How yeah. That, how did that all come about? Well, I, I, I finished down in Swansea. John Davis was looking after the ground with a big mate of mine, Peter Gall. Uh, and uh, Peter passed away two years ago. and. Uh, Fair play, we've got three boys now, three or four boys here who are, you know, nearly my age, well, all, one or two are older than me, and uh, they, they, they enjoy coming down, we have a cup of coffee, do a bit of work on the ground, because uh, we, Merthyr, don't play here, we play over in Hills Plymouth, and uh, we've got the Wales ladies playing here one week, and then Triga play here the other week, because they haven't got a ground, and they ask how they play here, and uh, they pay Merthyr uh, Cricket Club X among the money uh, to uh, use the facilities and that. And I, we just do the ground and keep it as good as we can. Um, and hopefully, you know, because it's, it's a super little ground uh, to play cricket. Um, well, they were playing soccer here as well, and years ago. Um, and it'd be a real sad day when, you know, it just well it'd be rolled over I expect but they said that uh, 12 years ago and it, it's still nothing happened so it's good good news for people playing cricket I think. You've had a few um, uh, awards and, and, and kind of recognition over the years are you winner of an, an Oscar have I got that right an outstanding contribution to cricket? Yeah I, I got a few certificates and that you know um, uh, from England, England uh, board uh, one for uh, achievement for with, with uh, kids in school in, in Bishop Edley. Um, I was there for 16 years in the nights coaching, and um, I, 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 I got to be honest, I, I, I don't go I don't go too much, Steve, on um, uh, awards as such. You know, you, you do what you got to do. Uh, like I say to the boys on a Saturday. Uh, the bowlers are there to bowl and the batters are there to bat and uh, you know it's like just going out and doing what, what you, you want to do um, at the end of the season if you're lucky enough to like be the top wicket taker 
or the best pata, you know, great, like, you know, uh, but, uh, you know, I've had uh, uh, possibly one of the best awards I had was uh, 100 caps for, for Wales, uh, which uh, I was really proud of. And there's one I, w I would like to mention for you to say a few words about. You got the opportunity to carry the, the Commonwealth. Um, yes, I, I, yeah, I carried the Commonwealth flag uh, up the tough trail. Um, that was that was very very good. Um, from from just outside the woods, actually on the tough trail uh, up to Ruddy Car Leisure Centre. Um, first of all. <laughs> I didn't really want to do it because it was Saturday afternoon I had to misplay it. <laughs> but I said, what time is it? <laughs> he said, oh, it's about three o'clock. It's going to take 40, 45 minutes. I said, oh, uh, he said, oh, so I said, oh, see if, get, see if we can get somebody else to do it. I said, you know, there's a lot of people in Merthyr who'd love to do it. He said, I, I, I'd love to do it, but uh, and Pepe, uh, Councillor Garen Thomas, come on the phone. He said, Ron, we need you to do it. <laughs> so I said, and Geraint's Eddie Thomas's son, um, and uh, I said, okay, yeah, I, you know, I'll do it. You know, boy, boys are disappointed. I give a game away. <laughs> there we are. Looking back now, um, gosh, we must be talking about sixty-five yeah, years. Start, start, I started in. Uh, Mine as all when, when I was 13, so you know, 13 from 80, 67, uh, 67 years. Uh, it's uh, you know, on uh, the seniors' cricket, it'd be 29 years this year that I, you know, 30 years next year. Like, so I've, I've had a very, very good run, so uh, and uh, we threw to the quarter final, we got uh, we won yesterday. Uh, which is good. So we've got Buckinghamshire now in the next round, next Thursday. I don't know where it, where it is at the minute. Could be St. Helens, which would be nice. Um, but you, you know, you meet some great guys uh, playing cricket without any shot of without the lovely social people. Uh, I meet some great, great people. And I've been very, very fortunate to meet uh, uh, Sir Ian Botham. Uh, Sir Gary Sobers, um, you know, and uh, Sir Everton Weeks uh, out in the West Indies. Uh, had, uh, a good night, good night with them, speaking about cricket and that. Uh, uh, I've had a good life in cricket and soccer. Well, let's hope we're still throwing the ball to you and asking you to bowl another few opening overs or uh, another spell um, in the years to come. Thanks yeah. so much, Ron. Uh, we'll do. Well done. Good, Steve. Many thanks to Ron for sharing his memories with us. Next week, we talk to Paul Rees, club cricketer, coach and MCC's representative for Wales. So do join us again when we'll be hearing some more stories about the great game of cricket from the great country of Wales. Hoyle Vaur, bye for now. Story you would have Nigadani. Macrosech Gisilti. Ebosuch MWC pod nineteen twenty one at gmail dot com.
Neid ewch i'n tudalen Facebook, Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast. Neid i'n tudalen Twitter, at Welsh Cricket Pod. Do you have a story you'd like to share with us? If so, please contact email mwcpod1921 at gmail.com or go to our Facebook page, Museum of Welsh Cricket Podcast, or our Twitter, at Welsh Cricket Pod.